Welcome to Season 2 of Learning Machine, a podcast about the uncertain future of education. This is Nathan Levin. I'm here with my co-hosts, Sam and Raven. In Season 2, we're talking about critical race theory, also known as CRT, what it is and why it has become such a politicized hot-button issue. We're also exploring culturally responsive teaching and equity in education. Just like in Season 1, we reached out to education experts from all walks of life and asked them to share their insights with all of you. Thanks for listening. This season, we focused our conversations around a few guiding questions. We're going to share a bit of the background and context for these questions. The first guided question is, what is critical race theory? So in 1998, Gloria Ladson Billings wrote this essay called Just What is Critical Race Theory and What's It Doing in a Nice Field Like Education? She took the tenets of a legal theory called critical race theory and applied them to thinking about education. Now, at no point did she say that critical race theory should be taught in elementary, middle, or high schools. Gloria Ladson Billings politely declined to be on this podcast. On April 27, 2021, conservative activist and documentarian Christopher Rufo released an 11-part investigative series on what he called political indoctrination in American schools. A one-hour special on his work on Tucker Carlson Tonight sparked a national political wildfire around CRT in schools. Christopher Rufo also politely declined to be on this podcast. The second guiding question, what is culturally responsive teaching? Culturally responsive teaching is a pedagogy that recognizes the importance of including students' cultural references in all aspects of learning. Some characteristics of culturally responsive teaching include learning within the context of culture, reshaping the curriculum, and positive perspectives on parents, families, and communities. Simply put, culturally responsive teaching should include issues and topics related to students' backgrounds and culture. Paulo Freire argued that students must be educated about their oppression in order to attain critical consciousness, or the ability to see and understand the power structures within which they live. The California Department of Education recently voted to adopt a new ethnic studies curriculum that advocates for decolonizing American society. Conservative critics of the curriculum argue that under the guise of equity and empowerment, this curriculum would turn schools into factories for left-wing political activism. Our third guiding question is, what are the politics of CRT in the classroom? In the last year, more than 22 states have proposed laws to ban critical race theory and any curriculum which discusses subjects related to racial equity, the history of racism, and the concept of privilege. Five states have signed these laws, including Idaho, where lawmakers have said that critical race theory tries to make kids feel bad. On the other side, a group of New York Times writers have argued that these laws threaten the basic purpose of a historical education in a liberal democracy. Kimberly Crenshaw describes CRT as a way of looking at why after so many decades, centuries actually, 
Since the emancipation, we have patterns of inequality that are enduring. Ted Cruz claimed that critical race theory says every white person is racist, but CRT theorists explicitly state that CRT isn't about individuals. Instead, it's about structural disadvantage and the historical events that lead to inequality as it exists today. In that same vein, Chicago Public Schools announced in September that it would use Nicole Hannah-Jones' 1619 project in history classrooms to highlight how America's past has influenced the present. As we mentioned, CRT has become a contentious issue, and everyone is entitled to their own opinions about CRT in education. But before you make up your mind, we invite you to engage with us this season as we discuss with people who have spent years studying, teaching, and learning about CRT. To the three of us on this podcast, it seems clear that there at least needs to be a space to talk about race and racism in the classroom. And this season, we hope to dig into the reasons why. We can't wait to share all the guests on our show this season, but we wanted to give you a little teaser of a few of the guests and episodes that we're particularly excited about. I'm really ready for all of you to hear our episode with Elena Silva and Jasmine Owens from the Ed Policy Team at New America. They'll be decoding some of the messy language around this CRT debate to get to what's really happening with critical race theory in schools and in state legislation. I'm super excited for the episode with Dr. Catherine Page Harden from the University of Texas, Austin, discussing her new book, The Genetic Lottery, Why DNA Matters for Social Equality. Page gives this whirlwind introduction to genetics research that went completely over my head, but then she brought me back in by quickly drawing this line in the sand and justifying the vital importance of genetics in education research. And then she talked about the impact this will have on equity-driven interventions that we design in the future. (laughs) Wow. I'm excited for a lot of the episodes this season, uh, but I wanted to tell you guys about the upcoming episode with Dr. David Rosas. Uh, He's an assistant principal at the Castlebridge School in the Bronx. David and I are going to discuss the role of critical race theory in the classroom from the perspective of a teacher and administrator who is listening to students and families and their thoughts and opinions about this issue every day. David does a nice job of bridging the divide between the academic research on this issue and the on-the-ground experience that teachers have, um, and he can speak to why race really matters in the classroom. We're also going to dive into the impact that the legislation that bans critical race theory in the classroom actually has on students and teachers. Plus, we're introducing a brand new segment to the podcast this season called Data Town. It's our newest segment where we look at what the data says about the current state of education. We'll share a chart, table, or data set related to whatever we're talking about in that episode to add concrete details to our discussion. That brings us to the end of today's trailer, and we can't wait for you to join us this season. Don't forget, join us on Reddit or Twitter and tell us what you think about each episode. 
To learn more about the upcoming season and to find out how to support the podcast, visit learningmachinepodcast.com. Thank you to all those who teach, listen, and learn. See you next time.